Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. It's time for The Balcony, the show that spotlights independent artists from all over the United States and now the world. Just sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Here you are, The Balcony. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony. I'm your host, Dan Thatcher, and I'm here with my co-host, Andrew Chervik. Newt. <laughs> That's the word Newt. of the evening. Newt. Don't ask why. It's one of those. I'm going to be using some Newt when I concoct some things. Yeah, you can concoct something. I have a Newt. Cocked a gun. What of that? <laughs> the Balcony will be looking for a new co-host. I keep saying that. Halloween. You'll miss me. With every shot so far, I've taken. <laughs> Damn. You know, for you, you're pretty quick. That's all right. I'll get there. <laughs> Thought I had the brakes fixed on your car, but your husband screwed up the whole other thing, so that didn't work. Dang. You know? You're never going to kill me off. I, my I'm going to haunt my your ass. My brother almost got killed off once. Really? That's, yeah, that's just the hashtag. Okay. Hashtag killer Kool-Aid. Killer Kool-Aid? Killer Kool-Aid. Well, actually, there was killer Kool-Aid, but go ahead. Yeah, but this is a different... This was the Kool-Aid man. The Kool-Aid man? Yeah, I actually almost killed my little brother. How, <laughs> how did the Kool-Aid man... <laughs> he did. I didn't see any wanted signs. <laughs> he should have been. You know, 10 most wanted in the Kool-Aid guy. So we, we were... Oh, my God. I had been 12, maybe. 11, 12. My younger brother was 9 then, and my other little brother was like... He was probably like 3 or 4. I don't even... Something like that. Well, there's this whole thing, you know, how the Kool-Aid, you used to see the real Kool-Aid man on TV? Well, you have this thing, the Kool-Aid man would be driving around neighborhoods, and if he spotted you riding a bike, he'd hop out and he'd give you a certificate for a new bike. Well, guess no who he spotted? Way! He spotted my brother Steve. Son of a gun. So, the Kool-Aid truck shows up at my house. Okay. And in order to get the bike, you had to give, like, I don't know, like 18,000 packs of Kool-Aid that you had or something like that. And my mom just went to the grocery store. So actually we had, it was like six or eight packs of Kool-Aid, and then they give you a certificate and you get a free bike. So now the whole neighborhood's at our house. Kool-Aid man's in the driveway. Like every kid from like 17 miles around. Well, of around course. I mean, Kool-Aid's here. Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Bringing well, you fun. Yeah, well, Kool-Aid wasn't paying attention to what was going on behind him. And there's my little brother. Kool-Aid backs up. Oh, no. Blammo. Squash? Yeah, brother hits the ground. <gasps> Kool-Aid man steps on him. And you were laughing. It was, it was pretty freaking funny. <laughs> yeah, how did I know you were laughing? But if you know my brother now, he's like the, he grew up to be like the toughest kid ever. Jason is beyond tough. Wow. This, I've, I've seen this kid. I've, I've seen him took like a 250-pound cop and chucked his sucker through the air. See, now I always wanted to drive that Wienermobile, the Oscar Mayer Wiener. Did you ever see that thing? 
I wasn't like a big Kool Aid mm, guy. Why don't you drive another kind of wiener mobile? <laughs> <laughs> you ruined my ass. Why do we gotta go down Wienerville when we're talking about the Kool Aid Man? I don't You're know because I was just that thinking is like so nice from my childhood. <laughs> no, the Oscar Mayer Wiener. Did you ever see that thing? It's really long. Unlike some things. Please send your resumes to <laughs> thebalconyatoutlook.com. I'm looking for a host with like you know a brain. A brain, <laughs> really? Not, not a wiener fetish. A we- of course, I have who, a wiener fetish. You know, I'm a woman. Do, do, I, do I kill your hashtags? No. <laughs> kill one of my. Yes. My, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You're killing one of my memories Every opportunity. from my childhood. Oh, please! Pretty disgusting. I think we ought to get started with the music here. It's disgusting. Emily Noel's me, I'm, myself, and I'm I. You really want to hear this because it's a great song, so they can hear about what goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the things that happened in my. No, really. You want to take a listen have, to this song? Me, myself, me and I. I produced today. by none other than. Yeah, see that? Shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it killed my Kool-Aid. <laughs> Anyways, t- our first song tonight, Emily Noel, me, myself, and I. Take a listen, and we'll be right back. Sorry, Kool-Aid. <laughs> I didn't know that ring was a pair of handcuffs Until I find it oh. Now I'm the queen of our king-sized
All right, welcome back to the Kill My Memory show, um, where Ann destroys my childhood. <laughs> right. I want yeah. some cheese with that Yeah, I wine. want some cheese for that wine. It's nice Gouda. <laughs> you were going to say bitch. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> See, now I got a menomina, that thing. More <laughs> no, editing for me, because you just can't keep shit. No, you don't. Whatever. You know what? Here and now would be a time for you to be quiet. Okay. So the next song is Here and Now by Cubbage. I'm going to remember, send your resumes to the, the, the outlook at balcony.com slash Alice is going to die, but whatever. All right, here we go. So coverage here now. We'll be right back, or maybe Alice won't. Bye. <laughs> trip to nowhere This here and now Just waiting to be found It's harder than I thought just to get there It's like a dream Inside reality Look on the other side of now Travel through this wave of sound Take a moment to be A silence heard so loud and clear on the loony bin 
Yes, it is a loony bin. You are like because of you. You are on like unfire this night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfired on is on what unfire. I am. Oh my goodness! As I always say, the balcony is always looking for a co-host. So oh stop! You could not replace me w- even w- if you w- tried. Oh my god, she's killing me. dot com. That's the new. <laughs> so glad there's no uh, teasing going on in this uh, show. You, you bring it on yourself. I do not. I am innocent. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God! I don't think she's innocent. Of, never mind. All right. So uh, with with all that wisdom, uh, let's get right Thank to the you. first song by this evening's guest. This is Mark Ambrosia, and the song is called "One Step Back." We'll be uh, right back with the interview. All right. Never knew what love was Till it wrapped itself in you Thought it was a fairy tale And fairy tales aren't true And all I ever wanted Was for you to see it too We came so close Or so I thought But the miracle was true One step back Left me here With all these hopes Left empty
everybody. Welcome back to the balcony. We are on the phone with the one and only Mark Ambrosia. Hi, Mark. Hello, hello. We just heard your song, One Step Back, which is really cool. You want to tell our listeners something about that, please? Yeah, so uh, One Step Back, um, this was a sad song, man. I um, I think I wrote it in uh, 2014, so it's a few years old. But um, uh, basically, you know, I was um, it was really about the first girl I ever really fell in love with. I was 15. And um, she ended up moving to a different school, and um, it just sort of broke my heart. And um, I ended up sending her this letter just sort of telling her exactly how I felt about her. And, you know, um, well, I say letter, but I guess it was more like a Facebook message or something like that. And um, I remember just, you know, coming home every day and waiting for maybe a response, and I never got anything. And uh, a few years later, she came up in conversation uh, with a friend of mine and um, the the friend of mine who brought her up just sort of said, Oh dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring her up. Is that a sore subject? And I was just sort of taken aback because I, you know, didn't know that he knew anything of the situation. And he just said, Oh, I was there when, when she got the letter and we both laughed our asses off. And that just sort of like, Oh, gutted wow. Me, wow. Gutted me all over again. And um, we I toss sort of her under the bus right here on this show. I got no problem. With that. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I can make her life miserable. There you go. Her name was Jess, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Jess. Get that out right now. Wow, kind of like a really. Snotty. Yeah. yeah. Shallow. I think she Shallow. Works, uh, I think she works for yeah. Trump now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Perfect candidate. So that's where that song sort of started and so i was sort of i came home from school that day you know sort of just pissed off about the whole situation like you know how because how you know she's gonna go do that and laugh with a friend about me and i just sort of felt bad so i sort of sat down and i sort of thought i was gonna write a really pissed off song but i ended up writing the line uh never knew what love was till it found itself in you and then i just sort of turned into a puddle of mush after that but I have a good song to show for it, so I guess it was worth it. So, obviously, then, um, your writing comes from experiences or things, matters of the heart. At least, yeah. kind of, that's what I'm I'm feeling I, when I'm listening to your music, that you're speaking to what's happening. And uh, so, how, how do you approach that, other than, obviously, this was not a really good thing, but how, how does that happen for you? Is it just like always like uh, something significant or, you know what I mean? Or is it just yeah. part of life? Um, yeah, you know, I think sometimes I think a lot of my best songs come from things that are very significant. Um, I don't know if I would have even started writing songs if it wasn't for significant things. Um, you know, I, I started writing when my mom died. And then six months after that, my best friend died of cancer. And so that sort of just got me writing. And then from there, I just sort of writing became my haven for every, uh, every significant happening, every heartbreak, every, you know, every um, troubling thing in life. It just sort of, I found my voice and I found a way to process my feelings in song and, and writing. Um, but, you know, sometimes the very opposite of that happens. You know, I could be walking um walking down the road and 
I pass someone on the street and they just have a smile that takes my breath away and off I go and I write a song about just somebody's really enchanting smile. So it can be something really significant, but it can also be something really insignificant. It's, um, I think for me, writing is all about finding the beauty in significant things and, and the mundane and common things. So what, why, why did you choose uh, music, Mark? I mean, why is that your medium um, per anything else? Uh, you know, I really, I think music chose me more than anything. <laughs> um, it's just from the very beginning when I was a little kid and I didn't even really know music was a, a career choice or something I could could excel in. It just sort of, I heard music and I just felt an instant connection to it and I just felt an instant uh, enchantment with it and I knew it's 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 where I felt the most at home and the most comfortable and 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 strong and brave and confident and and vulnerable and all all of that good stuff that is part of the human experience I found through music. Now I know uh, you know a few years ago when I met you, you were working as a duo. So what's kind of led you to take on this this more solo approach to your music? Uh, well, yeah, we were uh, Shane and I. Shane Rojas and I was. He's an amazing guitarist and a really um, good singer and a great writer. Um, and we spent five years working together and recording. And obviously, we recorded our EP with you at Midnight Studios. Um, but it just sort of—I uh, don't know—we just sort of reached an impasse, really, where um, fundamentally we were just um, sort of in different mindsets. You know, he—the um, thing that really clinched it for me is um, he was talking, we were talking about long-term plans and he just sort of said, well, you know, I'm not really going to throw my life away for a dream. And that was sort of, that was the, <laughs> that was where I started seeing red flags because for me, it was like chasing the dream was, was what gave my life purpose. And so sort of realizing that, that I think it's, much I mean, of a it's, fundamental yeah. difference. But yeah. I think that what that is is, you know, you, you made a, a good choice for you. Not that you guys, I'm sure you guys are still friends and everything, but yeah, it's, you know, it, when someone gets hooked on this whole, you know, this music drug per se, it's not something you could just kind of like let go. I mean, I know exactly how you feel. So if, right. you know, someone's not there supporting that vision with you, it's okay to say, hey, you know what? You know, let's, maybe we do have to kind of just step away from each other and, you know, do what we got to do. But, you know, that's never a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, no. And that's exactly what happened. And um, when I was working on this new studio album, um, I I had taken some songs um, that Shane and I had written together and sort of I wanted to rework them and, and redo them my own way. And he was really understanding with that. And I asked him to come in and play guitar on one of the tracks. And he came in and did that um, well over a year ago, I guess. Um, and, you know, it was a very fleeting moment, but I, I think he's really... Um, he, I think, you know, I don't think it's something he could see himself doing long term, but I think um, in my heart of hearts, I think he's happy that I'm doing it. Oh, I'm sure he's going to support trying. you. You know, if he's a, yeah. a, a top notch friend, absolutely. You know, people love seeing their friends definitely succeed. So okay. um, the next track we're going to listen to is World With You. So tell us a little bit about that. World With You, yeah. So this is actually, this is one of those songs that um, Shane and I had, um, written together uh, long before I started making any solo albums. And um, 
when it came time to to make this new record, um, I knew a lot of the songs were sort of going to be about, um, you know, my personal um, love interests and relationships and things like that. And um, World With You was one of those songs that I had written about this girl and um, my best friend, um, Danielle, and I actually, um, we had talked about taking a trip to Italy and, you know, going to go see the world. And, you know, we sort of said, well, you know, for $3,000, the two of us could probably, um, you know, do this trip and it would, you know, be really fun. And we just stayed up late uh, one night talking about it. And um, we actually never ended up going, but um, I just remember I drove her home and um, on my way back to my house, I just remember feeling so happy about the possibility of um, seeing the world with her and hopefully her falling in love with me the way I was in love with her. But neither one of those ever happened. But luckily, we still remain really, really good friends. All right. Well, let's take a listen to World Without You. And we'll be right back. World with, with you. World, world with you. <laughs> See, I told you. I got her. the you right. I got the you right. <laughs> All right, we'll just All punch it again. Here, yeah. just... All right, well, let's take a listen to The World With You, and we'll be right back with the interview with Mark Ambrosia. Tired of the same old day in, day out in Jersey Think it's time to run away and hope that you'll come with me We'll go spend all our money Take a trip to somewhere, a dreambound destination Make that reservation All I wanna do is see the world with you Only 30 hundred for the price of two We can go to England, we can go to Italy To Greece and take the ferry And then we'll book a cruise We're both still young and beautiful With nothing left to lose, left to lose. Spend all the money we got oh. On the most expensive yacht Sipping oh. pink Moscato oh. On our way to Campo Basso oh. All I wanna do Is see the world with you oh. Only 30 hundred For the price of two We can go to England We can go
Thank you for tuning into the balcony with Ann and Andrew and Mark Ambrosia. You okay? Yeah. You stumbling tonight. I know. I got a lot on my mind. We got scotch. <laughs> Andrew's answer to everything. It is. Scotch or duct tape. <laughs> well, we got sco- scotch or duct tape. Scotch or duct tape. Solves everything. <sighs> so, can't argue with that. <laughs> you, you oh, yeah, what? another one. Name a problem you can't solve without either. You got to get rid of <laughs> You! Yeah, you can. You just duct tape my mouth. I die. You, then you bury nah, me. No, I wouldn't want you to. Or you don't want to deal with me? Drink a bottle of scotch. It doesn't matter anymore. See? Solved everything. All right, Mark. So <laughs> you yeah. are going to be honored very shortly for the 30 under 30. You want to tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I'm really honored to um, to be receiving this award. Um, this um, this whole um, award ceremony is, is put on by um, a nonprofit group called uh, SNJ Millennials, um, which is an organization that sort of um, uh, brings light and uh, celebrates um, millennials out there sort of forging their own paths and and uh, managing their own business or own careers. So um, I'm, I think, the, the lone artist that's being um, recognized this year, but um, I'm in really good company. There's some, um, there's a lot of other good recipients. There's some real estate agents. There's some, um, there's a few physicians um, that are um, under 30. There's um, this really great um, guy named John Maraglia, who is um, a drone specialist and does a lot of um, great video services with drones. Um, so I'm in really good company, and and um, you know, kudos to S and J millennials because a lot of people don't really um, they sort of overlook artists um, as being you know CEOs of their own company. But you know, when you look at um, you know being an artist takes a lot more. It's a lot more than just you know doing the writing, and you know there's there's a whole production side of things and budgeting and making an album and hiring the right people to play for you and. Um, then you have publishing that, you know, comes into it and sort of having to manage all of that and, you know, keep your head straight. Um, definitely, I think, qualifies artists as, as business professionals, too. So I'm, um, I'm really excited and thrilled that um, FNJ Millennials would um, well, acknowledge that. Well, congratulations really on that, Mark. Um, kudos to you for your award. I want to talk about where they can get your fantastic music and... Um, any upcoming dates where somebody can come out and watch you? Uh, well, uh, we are in the process of um, putting a, a, a little tour together in the spring to uh, to coincide with my album release. So those dates will be announced soon. Um, and you can head over to markambrosia.com um, to find out those dates and, and when they um, will be announced. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at um, mambrosiamusic. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook, too. And um, and then, of course, if you want to hear um, my latest music, uh, you can look me up on um, on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Google, um, all that good stuff, YouTube, wherever you, uh, wherever you get your music. Well, I want to tell our listeners to please go out, check it out. Um, this is just a small little piece of of what mark has to offer he has a lot of really fantastic music on his site and you're going to want to listen to more after you hear what he has tonight so i want to say thank you mark for joining us on the balcony we really appreciate you taking time 
Um, Thank you, Anne. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. And then uh, the last song, uh, give him a little quick synopsis here of uh, Bleed. Yeah, so Bleed um, has got to be one of the, my favorite songs I've ever recorded. Um, I was um, out last February um, walking in the woods in the middle of a cold winter, and um, just sort of out of nowhere, the line, um, how many times do you bleed when you think of me, uh, just sort of trickled in my head. And um, for whatever reason, I just started writing the song, and within five minutes, it was done. And um, uh, it just sort of became a song about um, wanting someone to sort of, uh, when you've experienced a heartbreak, I think one of the most natural feelings is wanting to, to flip the flip the script and sort of have the person who's made you feel so bad and devastated, you sort of want them to feel a little bit of that. And so that's sort of what the song is about. Um, and when I was in the studio, we were working on a different song that we actually ended up cutting. Um, but in the process of working on that song, we were sort of trying to find a, a new melody and we came up with the music for bleed. And I just loved this melody so much. And then, I was like, oh, man, this is a good melody, but I think I want to do some different lyrics. And I ended up pulling out the lyrics for Bleed, which I had written six months prior in that cold walk in the woods. And I started singing the song Bleed to the new melody. And my engineer, Jamie Myerson, just turned around and like, where has that song been? And um, it was just sort of a happy accident that it happened. But um, there were a lot of great memories and a lot of laughs and Chick-fil-A and all involved in, in putting this song together. And it's one I'm really proud of and it's probably one of my favorites. Well, you know what, Mark? I hope things brighten up <laughs> yeah. for you because, wow. <laughs> uh, and it's the next album, album is going to be really light and happy. <laughs> and you're going to have yeah. a lot of really great things. Cause... Use the duct tape and the scotch. It <laughs> solves all the problems. <laughs> If there was ever a guy that needed to be hanging around the Swedish bikini team. That's right. Well, you know what? We'll get him, we'll get him the number. That's it. I've got a new mission now. So, again, I want to thank you for being a part of The Balcony. We will keep in touch with you um, when your album release. Let's, uh, let us know, and we'll let our listeners Absolutely. know. So, good night, and you take care of you, and thanks again. You guys, too. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. All right, and here's Bleed off the new EP, Unleashed. I've been hanging in the balance I've been falling like the rain Telling you all my secrets Showing you all my pain How many times
Spotlight segment with our very own Emily Noel. Over to you, Em. Hey, everyone. It's Emily Noel. And tonight for Spotlight, I would like to welcome back Carrie Goodhine to the show all the way from the UK. Um, well, it's good evening for you. Um, kind of early good morning. So thank you for joining us, <laughs> Carrie. No problem. No problem whatsoever. Thank you for having me. Of course. So tonight, our listeners are going to listen to your song, The Shallow. And I got to listen to that today on my way over to the studio. And I'm intrigued by this song. Is um, So what was the inspiration? Was it someone specific um, that you wrote the song about? Oh, do you know how many times I've been asked this question? <laughs> I was like, ooh, I was like, this is like a yeah. sister or it's, like um, an evil friend. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, in general, uh, shallow people in general that we we all kind of encounter in our lives, maybe on a regular basis or just, you know, kind of once once in a while, every while or so. And it's just it's quite a juxtaposition song, really, because it's quite sinister lyrics if you listen mm-hmm. to them. But it's got a nice, happy beat. So yeah. kind of like a shallow person who seems really lovely on the surface, but actually is not very nice underneath. So, yeah, it's just um, it kind of came from that, really, and just experiences 
um, going through this industry you meet some not very nice people as well so yeah. I kind of got all my rage out and just put it into a song <laughs> I love it so what made you want to do this song just kind of like with your everyday encounters you know was it more of like a person or like being in the music industry that made you want to write yeah. this song do you know what it's probably it's it was more driven by the, the different types of people that you meet in the industry I mean I've got some really great people working around me now but through my journey so far I have met some really pretty dicey people as well yeah um and it's just kind of like sifting out the diamonds from the rest of the stuff from all the rubbish and um and it's just kind of it come from that really and sometimes when you sit down and write you're not really sure what's going to come so you just kind of sit down and, and sort of let the flow just come and then, you know, you get one verse, one chorus, and then the song really writes itself, which this one did really. Sure. Um, so, but I have to say, out of all the songs on the album, and this is the first single release of this new album, it's the only really commercial song. Oh, okay. Well, you actually answered mm. um, my next question, um, you know, if this was on the new <laughs> album. So do you have a name for the new album yet? Yeah, the new album's called Elevated, and nice. uh, it's kind of, it's a 12-track album. We mastered it at Abbey Road here in London, which was a fantastic experience. Um, we had a really fantastic engineer called Jeff Pesh, who was, funnily enough, uh, uh, engineering Suede the week before we went into the studio, and he was telling us all about, and they're a massive band here in the UK, um, you know, just kind of about their sort of music, which is a little bit similar to mine in orchestration, and um and he was just did an amazing job really with with the mastering of the album um and it's yeah it, i would say this album is a real mix it's kind of like every different angle of musical taste in terms of alternative pop that you could go from so hopefully there's something on there for everybody excellent so um you're expecting to release this album um in the new year so i definitely can't wait for that and um you know we'll bring you back on to you know talk about that so where can we get Thank this you. single currently so you can get this single currently on my, my website which is www.kerrygoodhine.com you can also get it on um all of the online platforms so apple uh, itunes you can get it on google amazon spotify it's it's up there under kerry goodhind and all of my social media sites are just at kerry goodhind um, which, uh, which, yeah, we should be able to find all the information to find the song. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you so much for staying up and joining us. And yeah, I fine. can't <laughs> wait for everyone to take a listen to this. And I can't wait for your new album. So this is Carrie Goodhind with her new single off of the up and coming album, Elevated. And this is The Shallow. Thank you so much. A girl who draws you to come in Those eyes that stare is mesmerizing It's everything She always plays you by the rules Keeps up her game so she can never lose You will only lose But I have seen her make you weak Fall down to your knees so that she 
to the balcony proudly produced at midnight studios up next we're going to have a song from ben melkevy only here once found myself alone another bar another night nothing to lose Staring at my empty glass Trying to figure out just what to do And I needed You To tell me What I Already knew I cut myself around The kind of thoughts I never knew That I could have Show me how to move on now Show me what it's like to be a man And I needed You 
tell me what I already knew Anyone could tell a lie The choice is your son to live a life Find a way to rise above You're only here once now What goes around comes around your teeth when they kick you down Find your way, find your love You're only here once now You're only here once now I lost myself in a world of cash and need To try and find that failing line it took me seven years and six strings to finally open up my eyes And I needed you To tell me what I already knew Anyone could tell a lie The choice is your son to live a lie your mind run free with the things you believe and then all your days and song you can sing anyone could the line the choice is your son to live alive find a way to rise above you're only here once now what goes around Comes around, grits your teeth when they kick you down. Find your way, find your love. You're only here once now. Don't you ever forget about, forget about me. Don't you ever forget about, forget about me. Don't you ever forget about, forget about me. Forget about, forget about me You won't ever forget about, forget about me You won't ever forget about, forget about me You're only here once now All right, we uh, finally got to the, the end of this thing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> take it. Take a licking and keep on ticking. Wow. It's more like stop ticking. So you don't I, wonder if the, I, I wonder if the Kool-Aid guy is like a hitman now. He's been gone forever. The guy's dead. Well, we'll bring him back for Halloween. Killer Kool-Aid man. You know what? You could be the Kool-Aid man for Halloween. There you go. (laughs) 
All right, Anne's going to be the Kool-Aid man. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You be the Kool-Aid man. I'm not bringing no dang Kool-Aid man. No. Halloween. Oh, well, listen, I want to talk about some really exciting stuff going on. Like what? You got a flu shot or something? No, we're going to be raffling off a guitar. A guitar? A custom-made electrical Electrical guitar? Electric. Yeah, you play it, you die. (laughs) Wait, that gives me an idea. What? You want to take guitar lessons? No! Dang it. That would have been good. I could have just, like, wired No. Oh, Anne! You all right? Anyways, uh, check out Royal Jam Custom Shops for, you can kind of watch the build. They're going to be posting. giving uh, that sucker away. Free. Yeah, you got to buy tickets, though. Yeah, you got to buy a ticket. And then we're giving money to the, the Sisters of Scotch. It's <laughs> a new orphanage. Well, a portion of it is going to charity. Absolutely. So. Sisters of Scotch. <laughs> so anyways, um, that, and we have an upcoming CD, oh, The yeah. Best of the Balcony. Like The Best of Volume so 1. So that'll be out pretty soon. Volume 1 Rock. And if you're on Facebook, you can go to the ISSA page and uh we're actually up for that little award thingamajiggy there so uh yeah a lot of great things and now the balcony is on comcast.fm so please check out our show there and really any platform now so we're all over the place soon to be in funeral homes all over (laughs) (laughs) oh no Anyways, we're going to end things tonight with uh, Kristen Parisi's Money in the Bank. Say goodnight, Andrew. Goodnight, Andrew. Let's get out of this mess. Oh, God, thank you. Bye. Goodnight, everybody from the balcony. We'll catch you next week. Feel your breath on my neck Hear you whisper my name
yeah, yeah. Oh. 